You're listening to Pistons and Prosecco, a podcast dedicated to showcasing awesome wedding vendors and venues and providing a behind-the-scenes look at the wedding industry. I'm your host, Bryce Bjornsson, owner of Jack's 47 Mobile Bar. We create a better experience for your guests by serving delicious drinks on draft with style. Today, we have Haley McKinney, event manager at Broadmoor Golf and Event Center. Haley, thanks for joining us. Let's start out with your favorite beverage. So that's a tricky one because I feel like I have a non-alcoholic favorite and an alcoholic favorite, which is accurate. Um, milk is actually my favorite non-alcoholic drink. <laughs> wow. I think I'm weird, but it's a comfort thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and my favorite alcoholic drink is Spike Seltzer, Mango White Claws to be exact. Interesting. Uh, we, <laughs> this is the first on the uh, Spike Seltzer. So milk, uh, 0% skim whole. 1% for sure. 1%. Yeah, right in the middle, you know. Nothing yeah. too fattening or I don't want it to taste like water either. Yeah, yeah. I liked 2% in middle school. <laughs> and now I'm a whole milk kind of guy. Oh, no. No, no. Unless it's <laughs> chocolate, whole milk's allowed. <laughs> oh boy. So, Haley, um my next question is, do you have any crazy wedding stories for us? So I have a lot. Um, I feel like this one would be the most appropriate um, because, you know, fights and stuff that happens. Mm -hmm. But um, I remember I was doing a out of town wedding. Um, It was a day of wedding, which I don't normally do, um, but I made an exception. So drove up the day before and met with the bride and all of that. We've, you know, obviously talked on the phone plenty, but um, she gave me all her decor and all of that kind of told me like things that she had we had talked about over the phone like this is what it is this is what it looks like so you can put like words and pictures with like it in real life and then she told me I asked her where her place cards were and she was like oh they haven't come yet and she was like but they'll be here tomorrow so I'm thinking you know they'll be shipped tomorrow no big deal um so I stopped by after we had set up most of the stuff and um to get the place cards which it was like a 200 person wedding, maybe a little bit larger. So she had not just like the tape people at each table, she had like assigned seats as well. Um, so I went to pick them up like maybe three hours before the wedding. And sure enough, she's sitting there on her bed, getting her hair done, calligraphy writing every place card. So the them being shipped, I don't know what that was about. Maybe the paper was shipped. Handwriting every single one, dipping the pen in ink, and then handwriting for 200 plus guests. I thought my brain was going to explode because there's no way a bride right now is getting her hair done and handwriting place cards hours before her wedding. The day of. Wow. The day of. Truly a DIY bride. Very DIY. (laughs) Um, A lot of things weren't DIY. I just... It was odd to me that, like, out of all the things you're going to DIY, maybe not that one the day of. Um, So me and my team were like, well, these are being handwritten in some Sharpie because if you want to sign seats, there's no way. You have, like, not even 100 done. So we, sure enough, wrote some prettiest cursive we could on place cards um and you know everyone had everyone had one but they weren't all calligraphy that's for sure (laughs) wow wow that's nuts what did she do that on the side and thought no she just 
she was very artistic and a lot of the things like key decor things like she either painted or drew or all the invitations were handwritten in on in calligraphy and they were beautiful but not day of not not a good plan nope wow that is a good story <laughs> doing yeah i love the d some of the diy stories i'm sure are nuts just because yeah you know, a lot of people think oh I'll, I'll just you know i'll just bring a keg of beer and we'll do that or i'll just you know us you know pick up food on the way and that'll be our dinner you know like it's easy to think oh we can just substitute our own you know work to make it happen but mm -hmm. when it comes down to it there's a reason that we're all professionals and yes have these and businesses. i'm all about diy weddings but make sure everything is done at least a month out <laughs> yeah. okay that's a good tip so you are the event manager at broadmoor uh which is, a, is it a country club or a golf course or how would you describe uh, this venue? So we are a golf course, um, but our clubhouse is an event venue. So we have lots of events, whether that's weddings or, um, you know, sweet 16s, corporate parties, baby showers, birthdays, everything in between. Um, but we do have a full running golf course as well. Uh, we are not a membership course. Uh, we're open to the public. so. We've got kind of that going on, which obviously some of our events have to do with golf tournaments and oftentimes golf tournaments want to, you know, have lunch or dinner or a cocktail hour or whatever that may be. Um, but our venue holds about 300 plus people. Um, so it's pretty large clubhouse. Um, so we kind of do all the things. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a lot of guests. Uh, a lot of the venues around here, you know, are relatively new or on mountaintops. Yeah. and their max capacity is around maybe 150. Yeah, so there's only because we have the two levels, that helps a lot. Um, the downstairs, we normally will book 200 people and under just for downstairs, and then if it gets any bigger than that, we do have a second level, so we use the upstairs as well. I see, and y'all lo are located in, is it Hendersonville or just, or Fletcher? Uh, Fletcher North, yeah, Fletcher North Fletcher. Carolina. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so just south of Asheville, about, what, 20, 25 minutes? Yeah, and we're like maybe three minutes from the airport. And what's really cool is all the local hot hotels around the airport actually shuttle to our venue. So when we have weddings and stuff, those wedding guests don't have to worry about transportation here. They'd have to Uber home because it would be late. But um, it's nice that we have that accessibility to the airport and um, to the, all the local hotels. Well, and transportation is something that I think is overlooked Yes. by most couples they think yeah. oh well we'll just you know, everyone will uber in or everyone will drive in mm -hmm. and there's some venues where there's simply not enough parking or you have to hire a pr private shuttle service that could cost upwards of i think like two thousand mm -hmm. dollars for a and shuttle a for the those private ones even maybe hold 30 people and it's like that much which for weddings it's and they have to keep doing you know the loops and uh, I mean, you know, if you have a venue that's out in the sticks and you maybe own it, maybe it's private property or land, that might make sense. But if you don't and you're hiring, or sorry, you're, you booked a venue that's out in the country, you know, remembering that the transportation is a big part of that. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So you, you guys cater to weddings um, year round or just seasonally? I know that's a big thing around North Carolina. Yeah. Yeah, year round. Um, we're obviously 
a lot busier for weddings in like October because since we're we do overlook the golf course people love that like fall look because that's what's going to be their backdrop the water and the changing leaves and everything um but we do winter weddings as well we have patio heaters so we can still utilize the outside area with the heaters um, which helps a lot and then um spring and summer those you know we have those as well since it's mostly indoors we have the ceremony outside but the reception is normally inside um but there's a lot of different options uh with the space that we have so okay great great so you moved here from florida is that correct correct <laughs> and were you doing weddings down there as well yeah, so I did weddings in Orlando, Florida. I actually grew up in Clearwater um, and then moved to Orlando for college and went to the University of Central Florida. Um, so then after I graduated, I did events there and weddings as well. Um, Orlando is huge and busy and fast paced. So it was kind of, you know, nonstop. It's been kind of nice being in North Carolina things. You can enjoy the moment a little bit more, but um, yeah. Yeah, and we're just more seasonal up here. You know, things are busy in the spring, summer, fall. Personally, we have a lull in the summer, you know, in July. Mm -hmm. as a mobile bar business that's primarily outdoors. Um, you know, but winter definitely slows down. So, you know, we have more seasons up here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what, what brought you up to the area? I just needed a change. I lived in Florida my whole life and I kind of thought, you know, I had friends and family not too, not too far from North Carolina. I just thought, well, you know, why not? I had some friends up here I'd visited a few times. So I decided to make the move and um, the falls are beautiful. I'm definitely not ready for all the winters. Um, when I moved up here, I didn't own one long sleeve shirt. So that was a big change. But um, other than that, like it's, it's been nice to kind of see. It's funny because when I talk to people that are like from North Carolina, they naturally, I think, take advantage of the views and even things as little. I had never seen a dandelion in real life until I moved here. And I was like, oh my gosh, they do exist. So it's funny how naturally people that live here like take some of those things for granted and um it's 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 been nice to experience some of those you know and seasons i've never had seasons so <laughs> well you know west north carolina is one of the most biodiverse regions in the world it's like in the top seven for uh diversity in biology Interesting. yeah well, there's, a, there's a tip for you yeah right <laughs> <laughs> like a snapple cap yeah ex uh, yep a walking snapple cap <laughs> so in regards to Broadmoor, you know, what I always want to find, you know, good match for people in regards to vendors and venues, um, or, you know, at least kind of help orchestrate that, because I think it's a really important part of the wedding process. Um, personally, so, you know, our business is not a good fit for certain folks, and it's a great fit for others, right? And, yeah. and I want to work with the people that it's a good fit with, and I'm sure you do too. Mm -hmm. So if you can, you know, tell us who's the ideal couple for Broadmoor? Um, and you know, what, what are the things that you all offer that, uh, you know, they would benefit from? So, um, I would say the big thing is a non rustic wedding. Um, Asheville is really popular about 
that other venues are very, you know, they have that rustic feel, um, things of that nature. The brides that we get, they're, their main point is we wanted to see you guys because you're not a barn. We wanted to see you guys because we wanted something different that wasn't like a lot of the other things in the North Carolina Asheville area. Um, so that is definitely because we're not we're we're a clubhouse. We have that clubhouse vibe. We have the views like that. Um, you know, if you're wanting to see, you know, live cattle on your in your wedding or take pictures of that nature or have, you know, things thing wood things like that that is not us um we are very much of you know we have the beautiful like nature views and things like that um so we do have that aspect but we have that more of the upscale feel because it's not as rustic it's more of like an elegant it could be as pretty and elegant as you want or maybe something a little more low-key um because we do have the patio area putting out some yard games you know is an option like having market lights or things like that out on the patio where you can watch the sunset, you know, those things are an option. So that is the big, um, the big thing I think that diverses us from other venues in the area. That's a good point. There's, yeah, there's a lot of barns, outdoor pavilions, and that's why a lot of people come up here. Mm-hmm. But if you can still get the views yeah. and you can stay inside and that's what you prefer, mm-hmm. it sounds like Broadmoor is a, better fit yeah and people love you know you're absolutely correct people come to Asheville because that's what they want but I think the type of people we get are people that live here were born and raised here maybe that they didn't travel here to have that type of feel of a, a venue it's more of like well I've lived here my whole life and there's a lot of barns and stuff which is great and people love that but they're not traveling here for that they want something different that's outside of the box and that's kind of the niche that we fall into Interesting. So you do offer, um, it seems like it's a better fit for locals. Correct. Definitely locals or even maybe people that had moved here. Um, I don't know, hadn't lived here too long, but a lot of their families are out of town. So us being close to the airport, it has kind of, you know, that niche as well, where you don't have to worry about the traveling and all of that. Um, but yeah, the locals that they love Asheville for what Asheville is, but they don't want to get married in a barn. They want something different. <laughs> so what do you love most about your position at Broadmoor? Definitely that everything, every day is different. There's not two days that are ever the same. Um, in Orlando, when I did weddings there, as much as I love weddings, and that's definitely my favorite thing to do, the great thing about Broadmoor is we'll do a baby shower on a Friday and a wedding on a Saturday, but then we'll do a fundraiser event on a Tuesday that's, you know, raising, it's a golf tournament, raising money for someone that has cancer that doesn't have, you know, health insurance. So it's great that each event is so different. It keeps things fresh and um, it keeps you on your toes for sure. But um, I think that's my favorite part is that we kind of cater to so many different things, not just weddings, uh, that it feels every day at work feels like a new day. It's not, I feel like you don't get into a routine as much. Yeah, definitely. That's a, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Cause a lot of weddings at certain venues might look the same. And if all you're doing is weddings, then it might become a bit monotonous. <laughs> so Absolutely. having some diversity in the type of event, mm-hmm. I feel could keep you on your toes and keep things interesting. 
So when a couple decides to get married at Broadmoor, what is your role to them? Are you the planner, coordinator, day of? Mm -hmm. What is your role in regards to the couple themselves? So we have a couple different packages. Um, I can be by their side as much or as little as they want. Uh, we do offer where I do the full planning, which would be booking all the other vendors they may use. Uh, we do have all the tables and chairs um, and things of that nature. But if they want different chairs or they want, you know, different types of tables or they want decor and don't want to have to buy decor, things like that. I can help with all of that and do the full planning. Um, I've noticed more often than not people that pick Broadmoor, they kind of pick it because we do include a lot of stuff already. So they don't have to really book as many other vendors to kind of fill with the gaps where we lack um, because we have all of the food and we have a chef that makes a menu of exactly what they want. Um, they kind of tell us those ideas. They don't have to worry about any of the food options either, which is a huge thing um, that brides, I, brides and grooms that I feel like they struggle with is like finding like a venue and like, okay, well, they don't have food. So what do I, what do I do about food? You know? So since we cover a lot of those bases, they don't have to fill in as many of those gaps. Um, I am here to help in any of that way. If that's what they want, if they want something more day of, then I do all the day up stuff. So I would do all the decorating for them. Um, they would get, they get ready on site. If they want, uh, we have suites available upstairs with full bathroom showers, the whole shebang. Um, so if they want to be on site to get ready, we have get ready rooms if they want to get ready at home or maybe they have a hotel nearby they can do that too um, and then I would do all of the setup all the de decorating the whole sending sending them down the aisle we do a rehearsal always the day before um, so there are those packages where they need a wedding planner whether that's the day of or full planning then we also have the other packages where they have their own wedding planner already who's doing all of that for them. Then I would just be in the role at the venue, which means I make sure the food's going out on time. I make sure um, if they're using our bar that the bar is kind of seamless and everyone is kind of where they need to be on the venue aspect. But we do have those two options uh, where they could do all the planning and they have a planner and do all of that. And then I just handle the venue or um, if I'm doing, if they want me to do the planning, I would do that. And then Holly, our GM would be here and she would handle the venue and make sure the venue is running seamlessly. So they can bring their own, but you offer it as well. Yeah, absolutely. And then beverage and f food and beverage is optional or is mandatory as part of the package? So the beverage is mandatory um, because of our liquor license. We do have liquor, beer, and wine. The food is optional. We've had people bring in catering if they want. They can do that. Um, if they have certain food that they want, we create a menu just for them, and they can do a tasting and all of that as well so they know exactly what they're getting. Um, or they can pick from some of our preset menus if maybe they're not sure. Uh, we have options that we already have kind of laid out and then they can pick from that and do a tasting from that as well. And then I'm guessing you have a preferred vendor list for florists, DJ, photographers? Yeah, and Say that one more time after DJ. Photographers? Mm -hmm. So um, there is a handful of vendors that I love and trust and work, have worked with that but by no means they're required to use any of the vendors I recommend. Um, if they have a photographer that they love, use them. If 
you kind of want my input, I'll give you my list of people that I love and trust. And um, I know that they'll do a great job. So they kind of have, we have a lot of wiggle room, which is there, a lot of wiggle room there, which is nice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So what advice would you give to couples that are looking for a venue in the area or just overall, you know, wedding planning advice? So for the overall wedding planning advice would definitely be to just enjoy the day. Um, I think so often couples get caught up in all the little things uh, that don't matter. At the end of the day, like this day is about the two of you uh, becoming one and having a lifetime full of love. It's not about, um, well, the napkins, we're five short on napkins or my moms are fighting or whatever that <laughs> may look like. Like none of that matters. Yeah. Um, you're never gonna please any everybody. Um, you're gonna, there's gonna be at least a couple people that are confused they weren't invited and it's not about them. It's about the two of you um, and just to really enjoy the day, like take a minute and enjoy the day. One wedding I did, the officiant actually had um, the, the two of them turn and look to the crowd in the middle of their ceremony and was just like, take it in. And when I talked to, to them later about that, that was such a moment for them that they're always going to remember is the day flies by so fast naturally because so much going, so much is going on. You have so many people you want to say hi to, um, and all of that, but don't let it, don't let it fly by. Take, take the time that you need as a couple, whether that's doing first looks. I love when couples do first looks. I think that's so important uh, because they have that moment together as a couple that they might not get that moment alone until the wedding's over. Um, other couples really want to, I don't want to see my bride until she walks down the aisle. And that's great too. But just whatever you have to do as a couple to really enjoy the moment and make it remarkable and it's and just take it all in do that don't overlook things that you want to try to make everyone else happy because at the end of the day that's not what it's about i agree and it's such a short period of time too mm -hmm. that four or five hours fly by absolutely so i love the idea of the wedding weekend where you have the rehearsal dinner the reception and then maybe a brunch do you guys <laughs> offer packages like that or help them set that up at the this, the, the venue? Absolutely. So um, a lot of times when people book their weddings here, they do their rehearsal dinner here as well. Um, sometimes people will think like, oh, we can't eat the same place twice because the food will be the same. We make a completely different menu. You would never know it came from the same place. Um, so that part's really nice that they could get Italian on Friday and then they have steak on the wedding day. You know what I mean? So we do offer the rehearsal dinner, uh, the brunches as well the following morning if that's what they want. And that menu would be completely handpicked also. So if you wanted to make it a three-day thing or a two-day thing, I definitely agree. I think having more than just the one-day wedding is great because you do get to enjoy some of those moments when the wedding happens so quick, uh, whether that's brunch the next morning or maybe you have a rehearsal dinner and you invite maybe a few more people than what's normal for a rehearsal. You know, there's all these norms that nothing's norm. Every wedding is so different um, that maybe you invite some of your extra friends that they might not be in the wedding, but Hey, I want you to come hang out because you're in town and I haven't seen you in forever. Or, you know, maybe you go out for drinks afterwards so you can kind of catch up and have those moments before the big day because it does fly by so fast. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
so what's been your biggest challenge as you know a planner or event manager um probably changing people's perspective that there are places that do events that is not just a event venue um, I think sometimes people forget that things like golf courses, almost all golf courses have a clubhouse, which means they have a what a venue of some sort, whether it be for weddings or anything else. Um, I think a lot of times people forget that most restaurants have a private room that you could have a rehearsal dinner at or things of that nature. They just, they see so often like this is an event venue, this is an event venue and, and then that's it. They forget that there are so many places you can have events that, might not normally have events or maybe they do and you just don't know. Yeah. Um, you're just, there's more options. I think that's been the biggest challenge. There's more options than the norm, maybe the normal client realizes, or even if that's, they really see having um, an event outside that they feel they have to find a venue that is outdoors. You can find parks and all types of stuff you can rent that people forget about. And then you rent the tables and it's like you have a blank canvas, which is a lot of fun too. So um, for us specifically at Broadmoor, kind of changing people's perspective that just because we're a golf course does not mean we don't have a venue. In fact, we have a large venue. <laughs> um, so kind of like changing that perspective. Definitely. Yeah. And you also have the kitchen on site. Mm -hmm. so Absolutely. I think that's a big um, difference as well. That's one reason I like summer camp weddings mm -hmm. because they're set up to deliver experiences for large groups of people mm -hmm. and they have lodging on site. So yeah, some people might think I'm a broken record because I'm almost every podcast I somehow figure out a way to bring up summer camp weddings. <laughs> but, but it's, it's like, like wouldn't think about those, that you know yeah those little things especially the kitchen aspect catering can be like a huge stress naturally so finding even a venue that does do food and yes we're a golf course and we do the hot dogs hamburgers and bratwurst for golfers <laughs> that's has so it's so different when it comes to our events you know we offer fillets and crab fondue and crazy things like that that are so different from golf but we have that full kitchen and you can hand pick your own menu which a lot of places don't have they have a preset menu and that's all they can cook and our chef is awesome and she can make whatever your heart desires <laughs> yeah well it's important for couples to figure out their priorities right if they want the mountain views if they want the you know convenience of the venue having everything I think it's important for them to figure that out and mm -hmm. kind of forget about, not forget about the rest, but <laughs> focus on the priorities. Absolutely. You know? So what do you love most about living in Western North Carolina slash Asheville? Uh, not sweating all the time is a big plus, <laughs> especially doing like out, like outdoor weddings in Florida. I mean, yes, the, we, our cooler months were obviously a little more popular, but it's hot like 10 months out of the year. So the cooler months are like two months. <laughs> um, so running around like a crazy person to set up an outdoor wedding in the heat of July was rough. It is much easier to do that here. <laughs> you, so you have um, J July weddings? Because I know a lot of venues kind of slow down in the July, maybe early August period. But because you're inside, I guess it doesn't really affect people. Yeah, so we have weddings year round. Um, 
our October time is the busiest, like it will be for most places, but um, the July weddings are definitely not off the books. Um, we have the whole reception is inside and the ceremony could be inside if that's yeah. what the client wants. Um, but even if it is outside, there's like a covered patio that has fans. So if people want to do cocktail hour, you can be outside and still not be totally sweating, which is nice. Um, but yes, we definitely have those options. So how many ceremony sites do you have that are outside? Is it just one or are there a couple? We have one main one. Uh, really, we could put a ceremony anywhere. We do. It gets tricky putting it anywhere out kind of on the course because then you have to kind of like travel back. Um, so it's that transportation on site that gets tricky. Um, so our main ceremony site is right outside of the clubhouse. Uh, it overlooks the golf course and the water that's in the background. Um, and it's right next to the patio area. That ceremony site holds about 150 people seated. Um, and then the cocktail hour normally would go right into that, that the patio actually has windows that open to the bar. So they could do get drinks from outside or from inside at the bar as well. Nice. Nice. So Haley, if someone wanted to maybe check out the venue or talk to you more about booking, what would be the best way to go about doing that? Email or phone number um, for right now with kind of everything going on, we've been doing virtual tours. Um, they can also stop by really any time and kind of walk around the clubhouse on their own if they want, if they want me to give them the tour and kind of show them all the ins and outs of where things can be set up. We, I offer that as well. Uh, but our golf course is open uh, from seven until 6.30 PM. So if for some reason I'm not available or maybe they just want to, on a whim stop by, they're able to do that because we are open to the public that they don't necessarily have to make an appointment. Yeah. Great. Well, I will put those links in the show notes so that if any interested parties want to check it out, they can get in touch with you that way. That would be great. <laughs> and is there anything else you'd like to share with our listeners about either weddings or Broadmoor that we haven't covered so far? Um, maybe just that they for like setup wise like we do have like arches that they can pick from which is nice and that they can decorate we do offer some of that uh, we have the white folding chairs that we put outside if they want that option um, we include all the tables and chairs linens uh, basic white or black linens um, and then everything else that comes with it so what's nice is if they want their own food, they can. If they want food here, like we have all of that. If they want to bring their own caterer, we do provide the plates and silverware, which can get tricky. Sometimes people forget like, oh, we'll get the caterer. But a lot of times caterers will only offer like paper products. Um, so they can use all of our dishware as well if they want that kind of nicer vibe to it. Um, so yeah, there's just like, there's a lot of options. So I'm ready to answer any questions if someone wants to call. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thanks so much for your time, Haley. I will put everything in the show notes and that's how people can find it. Thanks for joining me on Pistons and Prosecco and I hope to see you soon.